0: Good afternoon, you guys. How's it been going? Good. Nice to see you again, Paul. Yeah, so it's been two weeks since we met last, since you guys are pretty up to speed and just kind of giving you more time to continue to learn and play without quite as often a check-in, which is a great great place for you to be in. But you still are meeting with Kevin a little bit and um, love to hear what you've been learning lately.
1: Yeah, definitely. We're still meeting twice a week, which is nice because all... Start doing something, and then be like, "Oh, I'm sure Kevin already went over a better way to do this," or mentioned something. And in the beginning, it's just a fire hose of information. So <laughs> it's just... trying to like go back through that. Um, one of those we were adding, I had a bunch of jobs that required the exact same part stock. So yep. I was like, "I don't want to have several lines in a PO." to make that PO since all, it's just I'm buying six foot of 7075 across six work orders. So I met up with him and then we went over, but yeah, you can add your one line for that six foot length of stock and then have each work order in there separated by commas and it's all hyperlinks, ProShop takes care of all of that, all the certs and everything go there. So going over those little things are definitely helping streamline everything, which is nice.
0: Yeah, yeah, that is a really nice feature. Um, And depending on if it's... uh, So there's probably two ways. If it's the same chunk of material, the same type of material that you need across multiple work orders, the way he described it is is absolutely the way to go. Um, And But if you have multiple types of materials that you all just want to put on different line items of a big PO that you're going to issue to one vendor, um, has he gone over the easiest way to do that
1: with you yet? I figured it'd be me going in and adding it. I know um, like line by line still. So I bet there's there's, better way. there's actually a little bit
0: of a quicker way. Let me, um, let me, just give me a second. Let me pull one up here. Uh, find one for my dashboard. All right, this one should work. And yeah. screen number two. All right, so here's an example of a work order where we do have part stock, right? So this is, just to inform everybody, this is an item where we're just gonna buy kind of a random piece of material. We don't really want to inventory it as something that we have on the shelf and keep inventory of all the time, because maybe we just very rarely would need a material of this type or size, Um, you know, as a dish, you know, in, in contrast to when it is a bomb item, because you do want to always keep at least 10 bars on the shelf and you always want to make sure you keep your minimums and that's a COTS item and you do it through inventory. Um, but in the case of something like this, if I just click on this, this is what we see when we haven't already, uh, assigned some material to it. Uh, you can ignore this little notice. That's a future feature. Um, but When we're just in the process of like i just need to make a po for this or where i was just getting at if you're like i already have a um no interesting um i already have a po that i have so i use castle metals um yeah is one of my examples here uh we use them we used to use them a lot at my shop um i already have a po that's kind of in pending mode i haven't released it to to them yet um is you can come here and and choose from a list of PO numbers that are currently in that state. they either don't have a status or they're still outstanding, excuse me, still pending. They haven't been uh, turned into an outstanding, which means it's been issued to the vendor. You're now just waiting for them to deliver it. And if we click this button, click one of these numbers, it will then add it to that PO number. So let me just show you what that looks like. So here's an example of one. If I, you know, click that PO number, it will make a brand new line item. It'll pull in the the material, the spec, the sizes, the PO number, um, and then you can start doing the rest. Now, what he described to you was doing something like this, right? Um, Where you just put a comma and you put uh, another work order number. Now I'll just delete these numbers. So this is kind of what you were describing Right, maybe right. you have three work orders. Um, so you have 64, 65, 66, and they're all maybe related parts. They're all made out of the same material. Um, and you need 10 pieces or 10 bars or whatever it might be, uh, one bar. Um, actually, let's just go to, to do that, just do one bar. So now let's assume for a second, and this is where we can get into the nuance of job costing maybe work order 64 is going to use half the bar and the other two jobs are going to use a quarter of the bar each, or maybe only 10% of the bar. Right. Um, what we can do with these brackets is we can force, cause what will what ProShop will do right now is it will take, let's say this was a hundred bucks. Um, it will take or 99 bucks. It'll take $33 and add it to each of these work orders and say, that's the material cost. But if you said, no, actually, I want want to be more precise about the job costing and work order 64 is gonna use half of that bar and the other two ones are gonna use a smaller amount is we can with brackets, we can override this. So I'm gonna say 0.5 and then um, I'm gonna say 0.25 for these ones. And yeah, you got to type this in here, but, um, but it will, uh, it will override and then put the appropriate amount of job costing. So like these, and you can even have remnants. So you, if you put comma shop that will use whatever is not used by the jobs. So, um, so yeah, you could use 50% and then 10 and 10 and the extra, whatever, 30%, um, is still left over on the shelf with this PO and line item number. And in the future you could add a new work order six months later and it will apportion, you know, 30% of that cost to that new work order. Does
1: that make sense? It does. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually really good to know. Cause we just had a job where I think it was like a six foot round bar piece of aluminum and one line item had one part and another line item had like 20 parts. So instead of like, even splitting the material across both work orders. Now mm-hmm. I can make it more specific to actually get those costs more accurate. That's yep. cool.
0: Anyway, so, and then you could do like this, like that, I'm, I don't, I don't wanna cost this against these jobs right now, so I'm just gonna leave it sort of unallocated to a, to a specific work order. Um, and in the future, you're gonna consume it with something else, hopefully. Now, the same thing is true for things like one-time charges, like shipping or expedite fees you could do the same thing. You can put, I mean, I could basically just copy this, copy this information down here, and it would then apportion this hundred bucks the same way. Um, uh, or maybe you only want to specify, you know, half of it goes to this one and then the rest is another 0.5. That is just not too, it's just, that'll be equal across all the other work orders. Let's say you had 10 work orders listed. Um, You don't have to itemize out each one. You could just say, I know for sure that one's taken half of it. And the other half is just gonna be for the the remaining list. So that gets a little bit (laughs) uh, into the weeds, but uh, it is the level of detail that you kind of want to ultimately go to when you are looking at your, um, sorry, not costing, but my temp profit, when you want to get into knowing you know exactly how much money you spent on different jobs you know this will pull in uh all the different um materials cutting tools bomb items outside processes you know including those expedite fees or whatever that um in fact here's here's that 50 bucks uh allocated you know to that uh expedite fee for example or shipping cost so Anyway, that's uh, hopefully that's useful to you and interesting for others to know that that's, that's the level of detail um, we can go to. And, and hopefully the ease of uh, being able to very precisely say, yeah, this is how much material I'm buying for different jobs and the easiest way to add them as a new line item or add them to an existing line item and split it up however you like.
1: No, that makes sense, especially if I order material and I know I'm gonna have four feet left and I don't wanna make a COD out of it, then when I'm making that PO in the first place, I can immediately do that. And then the next job that comes up, I just have a comma, add the work order number. If there's still extra, have the shop. That's really good to know. I'll definitely be doing that.
0: And then the key on traceability is when it's on your material rack, make sure the PO and line item number, like those are the two pieces of information you need to know exactly because each cert, we didn't show that, but each cert will be, right? Each cert, when you receive it, you'll attach the cert to that row and, and the lot number, and that will tie it directly to any work order that gets added to that. So as long as you can identify that material to the PO and line item, then you always have traceability. And when you add that work order later, six months later, it'll pull the material cert right into the document package as well as the job costing.
1: Yes, that's part of our, when material comes in, immediately print a label. What is it? What's the PO and the line item right on there? Perfect. That's definitely been a big time upgrade, uh, time saver. Uh, because before we had ProShop, we would just put like a material cert number. And then in Google Drive, we would just have like 300. Go search results. for it. <laughs> and like, it, it sort of worked, it worked, but sure. if we needed to see where it came from, or like tracing anything, like oh, what day did we buy this? Because we want to go back in our McMaster search history and buy more stuff like that. Uh, it was just a big pain, but now that we just see the material cert through the purchase order, it's made it way easier.
0: Awesome, good. Well, that's what we're here to do: is make your life easier so you guys can focus on making chips. Oh yeah. So. <laughs> awesome guys. Well, thanks for sharing that today, and uh, it was good to see you again and. uh, We'll check you out next time as well. Sounds good. Thanks, Paul. Appreciate Appreciate it.